0: Section 49 of Familiar Instructions and Evening Lectures on All the Truths of Religion, Volume 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Larry Wilson. Familiar Instructions and Evening Lectures on All the Truths of Religion, Volume 2, by Father Louis de Ségur. THE WIDOW'S mite. During the three years of his public teaching, our Lord frequently entered into the temple. One day he was with his apostles in one of the halls leading into the sanctuary, and called the Treasury, because the alms of those who went into prayer were received in a kind of box placed there for that purpose. Here our Lord paused for a few minutes, watching those who passed through and noticing the alms which they cast in. Many rich men cast their gifts generously into the treasury. A poor widow came, and gave two small pieces of money equal to one farthing. When she was gone into the temple, the Son of God turned to his disciples and said, Verily I say to you, this poor widow hath cast in more than they all. For all these have of their abundance cast into the offerings of God. But she of her want hath cast in all the living that she had. Are not these divine words very consoling for those who gain their bread by the work of their hands, who possess nothing but what is necessary, and yet desire to help those who are more unfortunate than themselves? The widow's mite is an evident proof that all men, the poor as well as the rich, are called by our Father in heaven to fulfill the great and holy law of almsgiving. The rich, in order to accomplish the will of God, should give much and should give gladly. The poor should give a little, and as they know by experience all the hardships of poverty, it is scarcely necessary to add that the little they give should be given ungrudgingly. The poor widow in the gospel, when casting in her two mites, did not surely give much, Yet God Himself declares to us that her alms were of greater value than the abundant offerings of the rich who had preceded her. God does not weigh the actions of men by the same measure as we do. In all our actions He seeks, and specially desires, purity of intention, love, charity, and self-abnegation. The outward action, although it has its own importance, is nevertheless only secondary, and thus the law of Christian equality amongst men ever subsists in the sight of God, notwithstanding the diversity of rank, fortune, and social position. We live in an age when, thanks be to God, fraternal charity seems to be increasing every day. Under the direction of the bishops and priests, the true friends of the poor, and the divinely appointed consolers of all human misery, charitable Catholic institutions are rising on all sides in town as well as in country, associations of men or women devote themselves to visiting the poor and the sick. They shelter the destitute, the orphans, the aged and the fallen. They give bread to those who have none, and thus fulfill the great law of Christianity. It would be exceedingly ungrateful not to recognize this, and to give ear to the false accusations and libelous assertions made by those contentious spirits who desire to rouse the poor against the rich, and who are themselves at war with religion and with all the laws of society. With very rare exceptions, the rich give constantly and give generously. But it is not necessary, I repeat, to be rich in order to be charitable. The honest workman, who, seeing his comrade out of work, shares with him the bread that he gains by the sweat of his brow, gives alms and gives them nobly, too. This is the widow's might, and when the rich man enters the same miserable home to minister abundantly to the same distress, his alms shall have less value in the sight of God than the morsel of bread given by the workmen. Those who go much amongst the poor witness every day this most touching charity, so small in the eyes of men, so great in the sight of God, which they exercise one towards another. They see poor, hard-working women with little children of their own and scarcely enough to feed them, give a home and a shelter to the poor little orphans whom some dying neighbor entrusted to their care. They see poor workmen open the doors of their humble dwelling to old men paralyzed or blind, who would die of hunger without this assistance, and who thus find care and affection during the last years of their life. This is the widow's This is the charity our Lord declares to be the greatest. Dear children of God, Who will read, perhaps, these lines, if it has been the will of your Father in heaven to cast your lot amongst the poor he loves and cares for? Act thus unto your brethren, and you shall be rich in God's most holy sight, rich for all eternity. End of section 49